This is On Point with Jody Vance. Just want to let that music play just a little, you know, because it's it's got meaning here. It's got meaning here. I'm glad to be with you in for Alex Pearson on point. I am Jody Vance and our first guest. We're jumping straight into the guest here because she is the 2021 Canadian Music Hall, and Hall of Fame inductee. She's a thought leader. She's an animal activist. You know that sound. You can hear it just in the background. It's just a hint of her new album, the 15th studio album from Jan Arden. Descendant was released on January 28th. She's one of the kindest people the most connected of canadians and she's joining us for the next 30 minutes and we're going to get into some politics right off the top before we get into the fun stuff of uh, what i was just mentioning there with the album and the show and all of the cool awards that she's up for but i want to bring jan arden in here to get to something that is so incredibly close to her heart and that is live horse transport and the want to put a halt to that industry in our country welcome to the program jan arden i'm so glad to have you Jody, my great pleasure. You have been such a supporter of of this little sinister part of Canadian agriculture. So explain it for our listener, because it's it's one of those things, Jan, that when when I first saw you standing with a picket sign outside of the airport in Calgary, explaining what these beautiful horses were suffering at the hands of, I, I honestly thought this can't be happening in Canada. And yet here yeah. it is. And you, you received a promise that this would be uh, ended. And yet here we are. Yes, the Liberal government mandated the banning of live horse exports. So I'll just lay it out for you really simply. Uh, there are feedlots. So anyone that thinks these are surplus horses or unwanted horses, these are purpose-bred horses. They are large draft horses. Think of the Budweiser team, 16 hands high. Uh, part of the problem that we had right out of the gate with what the Canadian government allows is that they, they tell people if these horses are 16 hands high, which they all are, they will be traveled in their own crate from Calgary, from Winnipeg, from Edmonton, a couple of times a month out of these cities, uh, sometimes 90, 100 horses at a time in the belly of Korean air. Uh, they're supposed to be traveled alone. They're not. They're, they come from the feedlot. Sometimes it's a three, four-hour drive. Uh, in trucks, they're scared. They don't know what's happening. Then they're crammed onto these crates. Often they sit on a tarmac in these crates with strangers. Horses don't, just like us, being trapped in an elevator, Jody. We Mm-mm. we we want to be with our friends. If we're going to be in an elevator, we want to be with people we know. So these horses are trapped in there, no food, no water. Then they're traveled, you know, 16 hours. God only knows when they're unloaded on the other side. And then they are brutally butchered we won't even get into that everyone knows the drill and they're eaten raw for something called bashimi in in parts of asia primarily in japan and we're not even going after what people eat and i and i get a lot of criticism for this because this is not anything to do with what the canadian horse defense coalition has been all about since 2006 that's how long we've been trying to get this stopped it is about traveling large terrified fright flight horses uh, on a three, four-day journey halfway around the world. You know, we're living in COVID times. I'm not a scientist, but there's, there's so much proof that these viruses jump from animal into human. And uh, I don't think this is the time or the place to be traveling large animals uh, to foreign countries. It, it's inhumane. 
It's brutal. It's it's such a reflection of Canadian agriculture. And like I said, the Liberal government put it on their platform as, you know, to get our votes, to get Canadian votes, that they were going to end it. Justin Trudeau mandated it, asked his 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 member of parliament, uh, Marie-Claude Beauvau, to go ahead and do this. And now they're backpedaling Jody. They're saying, well, you know, we probably need to look at this again and, and really what the issues are. And it's such a it really is. Uh, it, it, it's a Canadian tragedy. So when you're explaining this, what comes to mind for me, because yes, you are vegan. Yes, you are an animal activist in the sense that you are asking for all of us to be mindful about how uh, we treat beings on this planet. But in this particular situation with live horse transport, why must it be live, Jan? When you say this isn't about mandating what people eat, if you want to eat horse meat, then you're fair enough. They, um, they, but why when, live? When you, yeah, when you eat a product like this, raw. It has literally got to leave the slaughterhouse and be on a plate in a very, very short period of time. That's the delicacy of this, of this meat uh, for, for, for the people eating it. It's, it's a very wealthy clientele that, that eats bashimi. It's not something that the average Japanese family eats. You don't see it, you know, as a day-to-day thing. This is something you would go see at a high-end restaurant where you pay a lot of money. I would liken it to Kobe beef. But right. the thing with is, these horses, a 16-hand horse, not only is not prepared to travel with turbulence, many of these horses die in midair. So now one of their companions, they're four at a time, shoulder to shoulder, they can't lift their heads up. That's against the law. They do it anyway. It's four or five, you know, guys that have been getting away with this for 15 years, they moved their company from the United States in Washington in 2006 because it was banned in the United States. Americans went, uh-uh, not doing it. What did they do? Well, go to Canada. Canada has some of the worst animal welfare laws on the planet. The travel times, uh, the, the, the ag-gag laws where, you know, people are severely punished for even reporting on animal cruelty. But, mm. you know, apathy is is not a great thing. And nobody wants to bear witness to difficult things. This is something, it, it's not asking a lot of the Canadian government. This does not put, put food on the table to average Canadians. This does not employ thousands of Canadian people. This employs a handful, and I'm not exaggerating. The guys that own these feedlots are just single families. You can look them up online. You can see them from the air, you know, you know, a thousand horses up to their knees in crap. They're, they're not, they don't have veterinary care. There's very little regulations that are actually monitored. You know, they say, well, we've got a vet, uh, you know, when these horses are loaded. Well, they're loaded with sticks. They're whacked. I've seen the loads three times. They're foaming at the mouth. They're peeing and crapping in these crates for sometimes 36 hours. Um, and like I said, you know, they're, they fall during the flights. Turbulence. Have you ever been in turbulence on an over, overseas flight? These Terrifying. guys have nobody in the belly of the plane. They, there's nobody yeah. sitting there comforting them. There's nobody giving them water or food. The doors are locked. There's nobody there overlooking a thing. The Canadian government has a veterinarian that's paid extra amount of money to sign a piece of paper that says, Oh, uh, yeah, healthy horses, good to go. Uh, let's lock them up, lock them loaded, uh, off you go. And it's 
it, it just it's something that other countries haven't done for a long, long time. When Canada, when Canada first, these guys first started flying these horses, they actually flew them on FedEx flights, and FedEx was like, "We're not doing this anymore. Don't we're, don't ever contact us again. We we have no interest in doing this." Because I had no idea what they were doing. They were they were literally right. FedExing these horses, but they make more money. So, okay, so Jan, you've been on this for quite some time now and and we're with Jan Arden yes that Jan Arden and I'm so incredibly proud to know somebody who will use their platform the way you have here and how you're putting yourself out there you're championing this cause you're challenging the Prime Minister of Canada who made this promise to end this practice of live horse transport for for a for a very very small portion of Canadians to make millions of dollars on the backs of literally and you've you've really started a movement here let our listener know how they might get involved if they're if they're motivated to do so here well think about what i'm saying we can't say this word on radio Jody. so we've had a, a clever right. way of saying it www.horseshit just do the math in your heads folks horseshit.ca you can go right single click you can write uh, marie claude bubeau or your mp we make it very easy click of a button uh, to to send a form that's ready to go. Uh, we had 80,000 signatures on a government-sponsored petition before Christmas. Uh, Nathaniel Erskine uh, Smith sponsored it. He's with the Liberal Party, and he's very much been trying to fight this. But uh, Marie-Claude Beauvau is, is dragging her heels, and like I said there, they really think that since the election's gone, Canadians will forget about what these issues were, and they simply will not... Um, you know, they, they, they simply will not, you know, follow go ahead. through. Yeah. And what is involved in following through on this? Is it just a stroke of a pen that we're waiting for here, Jan? Um, yeah, I think it, it, it really is a stroke of a pen. I'm just not sure why people think it's, it's okay just to continually let this happen and no. let people, you know, go ahead with this kind of stuff. Um, but it's it's just a really sad, like I said, a very small piece of Canadian agriculture that we we just have to 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 deal with once and for all. It's not fair to the horses. They have carried us to every point, every place in the world. Uh, they've plowed fields. They've you know they're companion animals. They are absolutely magnificent creatures, and it's just. Like I said, it's not about eating them. It's about cramming them in boxes, not giving a crap. And they do it very clandestinely, Jody. These guys mm-hmm. do this at 3, 4 in the morning. And their buildings are completely, they're, they're almost wrapped in, in boards and paper so that you can't see them loading because it is absolutely horrible. I will never forget it as long as I live. I'm going to keep going to the loads. I'm going to keep talking about this. I'm going to keep doing it. Because I think Canadian ag is better than that. And I think we should yeah. be leading the world. Collectively, as Canadians, we can get on board with that. As Jan mentioned, the website is one that's hard to say on the radio. So we've split it up into a couple of words. Horseshit.ca. <laughs> Horseshit.ca is where you go. And it's a really, it's a beautiful website put together by a team of people who are motivated to make change in this one small 
slice of of Canadian agriculture to try and protect these innocent, beautiful animals. As Jan mentioned, these are not rescues or animals that have no place to go. They're actually cultivated for this trade, this live horse transport trade to Asia. Go to horseshit.ca. We're going to pause here momentarily, Jan, if you don't mind on the other side, I want to have some fun with you. Talk about your new album. Talk about the Canadian Screen Awards on your incredible show, the Jan Show, the best show on TV, if you ask me. (laughs) I want to talk to you about that and a bunch of other stuff. So stand by as we continue with the Canadian treasure that is Jan Arden. We're back in a moment on Point. I'm Jody Vance. Oh, it gives me chills just to hear just a few bars from that beautiful voice, from that beautiful, beautiful songstress, the woman, Jan Arden, our guest, the 2021 Canadian Music Hall of Fame inductee, the thought leader, the animal activist, the author, and the star of the best show on Canadian television, The Jan Show. Three seasons of it. You can watch it on Crave. You can watch it on Roku. Here's a little taste of The Jan Show. Later today, but we still have other tour details to attend to. Like what? Like your rider requests. Back in the day, my rider consisted of all the kinds of booze and a Costco pack of pregnancy tests. What about now? Now I like those little pieces of fruit with the yogurt dip. I wouldn't say no to a couple of full-size chocolate bars. Nothing too big. Okay, this is the only time I'll give you this advice. Please think more like Beyonce. What do you mean? Think bigger, boo. Ask for what you want. I would like some coconut water like Terry Clark. Chewable and quick-dissolved Metamucil, a Costco-sized <laughs> box of assorted chocolate bars, and some sandwich bags. Lots of sandwich bags. Why sandwich bags? You can't poo on a tour bus. It's code. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Stop. It's real life, boo. It's real life, boo. Jan Arden, you make me laugh every single time. Family viewing, destination viewing, the Jan show in our household. How did this show come about for you? Oh, my gosh. I, it, it, it's one of those trails that you kind of follow back and you're like, how did we ever get there? But Leah Gauche, who you and I are both friends with Leah, her sister, Portia, kind of connected me with uh, the folks at Project 10, uh, Andrew Barnsley, Ben Murray, and they were just like, would you ever be interested in doing scripted comedy? And that was, you know, quite a few years ago. And um, we just, we went into kind of development. I I was just like, Leah, what what the hell does this mean? What do we do? What, what's a pitch document? And mm. so, you know, we, we put this thing together. It was a little different than what it ended up being, but... Um, it, you know, we were very grateful that CTV took a chance on us, and uh, it was uh, the first season was one of the biggest comedies that uh, CTV Ever. had, which was pretty yeah. damn exciting. Uh, and you know, it's it's been we are we're 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 trying to go forward in um, every which way possible, and uh, we're hoping we're hoping we're hoping that we are able to get. Um, uh, well, I don't even know if I'm supposed to more seasons. Yeah. Well, well, a Christmas special, I think is going to happen for sure. So that's going to be something that we'll all be looking forward to doing and shooting this fall and getting it written. So, um, so it's, it's kind of a stopgap. We absolutely hope to go forward, but at the very least, we'll be able to tie up some loose ends and 
and figure out what happens to these characters. There's going to be tons of music. There's going to be it's just it's just going to be a wonderful uh, experience. We caught the exclusive here with Jan Arden. I love this. Okay, yeah, so the I Jan think, show and is. You know what? If, I, if I I'm this. in trouble for it, Jody, so be it. So be it. I thank you for sharing it with me. It's like we're just talking off to the side, not really talking, you know, well, to a huge thought, audience you know, in Ontario. Those, I love it. Those moments, Jody, when you're like, nobody told me not to say anything. Right. But, you know, I'm sure I will hear from somebody, but uh, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think it's a big secret. Let's let let's hope it's not. Let's find out. Well, if it is, we'll be on every uh, morning show tomorrow morning with this news and your your phone will be ringing off the hook as it always does. Mind you, it's going to be ringing off the hook anyway because you're up for how many CSA awards? How many Canadian Screen Awards are you up for? You got uh, Best Comedy. Uh, you're up for Best Lead Actor in a Comedy Series, Best Writing, Best Guest Star for some guy named Michael Bublé and casting. Michael I mean, Bublé. this is great. It, it, you know, thank you so much to the Canadian, you know, Academy and, and um, we're, we're just, we couldn't be more thrilled. I, you know, just the writers have all just been so amazing. The, the whole team, the people that work so hard the, on the technical side, it really has been at this point in my life, Jody, such a blessing to have a chance yeah. to try and do something different. And I encourage people you know, women especially that feel like, oh, they're at a certain age and they can't do this and can't do that. Just do it. If failing just is the it. worst thing that's going to happen, it just it just doesn't even matter. And you just had a birthday. We just celebrated you. And, yes, and you're you such did. a great example of you can just reinvent yourself no matter what the what the calendar might say. You know, I love that you put out there that beauty is in the doing and the being. It's not about youth. Listen, I, I'm 60 years old. It feels good. I don't know what to tell you. It feels weird. I see the numbers, and I'm like, how is that even possible? You're brilliant, though. I mean, look what you're doing. 60 years oh. old and, and in the best shape of your life. You, you share your journey as well. You share your sobriety. You share your, your leaning into ethical eating. You've talked about, you've written books about feeding your mother, literally called feeding your mother. You've navigated, <laughs> you know, the world of Alzheimer's and, and dementia and being an essential caregiver. I mean, you literally are such a touchstone for so many of us. Well, you and I have that in common, Jody. I know it was a, I know it was a very difficult journey and there are Hundreds of thousands of people out there that are looking after uh, husband, wife, grandfather, grandmother, partner, sibling. Um, you know, we, we've got a, a huge part of the Canadian population that's getting older, and they're going to be looking at going into long-term care. And, you know, memory issues, they're not really much better at it than they were 10 years ago. They're, they're slowly discovering things, Joey, but, you know, we do need more help for caregivers, and we do need more resources for Alzheimer's and and uh, it's, it's the hardest thing I ever did and the most rewarding, but you get that. I do. And people should pick up your book because there are lessons to be learned in it and the shared struggle, right? And there, there are lessons within there that when you go through it, you look back, because I actually read your book once I was well into the process and I thought, oh man, I wish I'd known that two, three years ago, you know? <laughs> Just, well, I, it's my book of mistakes, Jody. I appreciate you reading it. And I miss mom a lot. It really is a love letter to yeah. her. You know, and, and, and it was the connection to food, right? Just just yeah. feeding people and, and having a good meal. You know, I hope I never forget how to eat, Jody. I, I don't mind right. if I forget how to clean. 
or to wipe my own butt, but I don't want to forget how to eat. I'm with you, sister. Hey, you can watch The Jan Show. Three seasons just picked up on Roku, available on Crave right now. And the Canadian Screen Awards uh, Sunday, right? You're up for six in all, I think, this Sunday? I think five, but you know what? It, five. Maybe there's, uh, yeah, Michael Bublé, we're so proud of him. He's up for like a guest, best guest star in a, in a sitcom. So we're yeah. all cheering for him. But Leah Gauche, Jennifer Harper are up for Writer's Awards. We've got a Casting Award. We've got Best Comedy. And of course, I'm up for a Best Acting, which is laughable. But Tom Carey, It is my so coach, great. I'm just going to hand it to him with with a with a some cash. That's I'm going to say thank you, Tom. I love it. So great. And you've got your album that was just released on January 28th. Yeah, it's one of my favorite albums. I worked with uh, Bob Rock and and my dear friend Russell Broom, and it's 15 songs through COVID. Just a journey. I'm I'm so proud of it. Uh, it's available iTunes, Spotify, wherever you stream your stuff, um, CDs. So yeah, it'd be great if people you know, gave that a listen. It's, I'm, I'm very proud of it. Descendant is what it's called. And we played Horse Country Girl, just a snippet of it off the top, because yeah. this conversation, the jumping off point, and I want to circle all the way back to remind people about your mission to stop live horse transport uh, and, and, and going to the website. Hit it one more time. www.horseshit.ca we can ban live horse export. Canadians do not need to participate in this. It looks bad on an international scale. Nobody else is doing this. Horrible for these horses. Inhumane. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's really a sinister. It's a sinister part of Canadian agriculture. And anyone that thinks it's not part of agriculture would be very wrong. You're only as good as the worst guy in your band, Jody. And this is a yeah. really crappy thing to do to these horses. And we can make the change by going to Horses Hit. When you actually go to the website, you'll see why we're saying that way. Go to horseshit.ca, and it's as easy as just plugging in your name, plugging in your email, and it puts the the letter to all the right people, and you hit click. It's all volunteer, and Jan Arden is steering. She's got the reins on this one. She's riding like Beth Dutton. She is ready for the fight, and I love it. Canadian Thank you for doing Horse this, Jen. Canadian Defense Coalition. It'll take you there, too. The, the, the team of people that have been tirelessly working since 2006. So, Jody Vance, thank you. You are so dear to me, and I appreciate this so much. And go Raptors. Right back at you. And yes, go Raptors. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Jen. Get on that website and, and make your voices heard. The Prime Minister made a promise to end this uh, this horrifying practice of live horse transport. Uh, and, and, it, and it's on us to, to make sure the follow-up is there. But I'm Jody Vance in for Alex Pearson.